0: Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Doctor Who, and it's a new year! Happy New Year, guys. Um, We're going to be talking about Doctor Who, entitled Resolutions. I am your host, Jasmine, and today co-hosting, we have Ellie. Hello, Ellie.
1: Hello, Jasmine. Happy New Year, everybody.
0: Alright, so, first of all, what were your overall thoughts? Wait, like, how did you feel about this being on New Year's
1: instead of Christmas? Oh, I didn't. I don't care. That was that was neither here nor there for me. I don't care about the Christmas specials because I always watch them a week later anyway. So uh, it doesn't feel like it's that big of a. It's not that festive for me. Uh, I know that others probably are more impacted by that than I am. But for me, I didn't really mind. I didn't care one way or the other for that one.
0: Yeah, I was definitely this this Christmas. I was like, Doctor Who, where are you? So I had to watch the old Doctor Who specials like to just make myself feel better.
1: Just went on Amazon Prime and found them all right there. <laughs>
0: but anyway, let's move right along to how did you feel about resolutions as a whole? We're going to break it down. But as a whole, did you like resolutions? Did you hate it?
1: I have a lot of questions. And I know you sent me the questions. And a lot of them are the same ones that I had. And also, there was a dialogue in it. So by default, I didn't really care.
0: See, and the problem that I had specifically was I don't mind Daleks in general. Like They're kind of just there. But I will say that I, much like Adelaide, get exhausted from seeing them constantly. And I like this rendition of the Dalek. I was okay with this. Like, but I could already, as I was watching, I was like, I can hear Adelaide complaining about this about he. I head. was
1: wondering what? if you could, like, oh, man. <laughs> I won't go into too much, but they put so much emphasis before they revealed it that I was like, "I am bored." We are thirty minutes in. You haven't said what it is. Can we continue, please? Everyone knows what this is.
0: (laughs) Okay, so let's start. All right. So we get a backstory. Um, the Battle of Hunt Valley. Fun fact: I live in Maryland, and there's a Hunt Valley in Maryland. And all I could think about was the mall in Hunt Valley.
1: Uh yeah. <laughs> um, went down at that mall. Uh
0: yeah, well. <laughs> but that's all I could think about was just Hunt Valley. Um, anyway, there it was a backstory about the Battle of Hunt Valley and three pieces of this ancient enemy were buried in three different places on the opposite ends of the world. Side note, the world ha- if we're if we're going on the premise that the world is round, which I'm assuming that we are it would be four people. Why wouldn't it be cut into four pieces?
1: Thank you. This bothered me so much. Why are there only three? I hated this. And this was starting off, this was starting off very early for me to be like, what is, why are you doing it this way? What are you doing? Why are you this dumb?
0: Like, that was what I was thinking. And I was like, um, And this ancient battle happened, and we got this ultra backstory. And when I first saw it, I was like, okay, I'm ready to see the custodians. I didn't know the name, but I was ready to see them. Um, but what were your thoughts about this battle, Adelaide?
1: I mean, I knew it was dialect. So, and, and unfortunately, that's going to be my, my comment a lot in this podcast. is going to be a lot of, well, it was dialect, so it sucked. And unfortunately, that's true. Because when you make such a huge deal about these things, but you reveal that it's a dialect from the beginning, before you've even aired the show, then... I don't know, it just kind of killed it for me because I knew what it was and I'm so sick of dialects that I just was like oh well, this episode's ruined before it even began.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, like, I don't mind dialects. Like, they're just kind of there. They're like a broom or a dustpan.
1: Like or a, a vacuum. Like... They're like a mosquitoy vacuum. <laughs> like a Roomba, but less cute. <sighs>
0: um, But the backstory, Adelaide, what were your
1: thoughts on it? It involved dialects. I mean not
0: forget the Dalek the backstory itself
1: fine (laughs) Uh, the backstory was okay Um, I thought it was a little cliched honestly because we see that kind of thing a lot where it's like oh everybody banded together to defeat this and we had to separate their body across these four four should have been four corners of the world yes it should have been
0: four and three of them should have made it and then one died and I would have been fine with that
1: yeah exactly because that was dumb um but I feel like that happens a lot, and so I didn't really, I I don't know, I didn't really care much on that. I just felt like it's something that's very common in literature and in media in general. So I, I don't know, I wasn't thrilled with it, but it was enough to get the ball rolling, I guess.
0: Okay, so let's have a conversation about the legendary kiss between Mitch and Lynn. <laughs>
1: Can you hear me sigh while I'm on mute? Can you?
0: <laughs> um. First of all, do you subscribe to the New Year's Eve kiss, Ellie?
1: Uh, no. Uh, uh, like, I don't care that much. I-, I do sometimes, but most of the time it's like, oh yeah, if we remember, cool.
0: Wow. Like, <laughs> Ugh, Ellie, you're exhausting.
1: I- no, no traditions. No traditions <laughs> for me.
0: Um, but anyway, we get this moment with Mitch and Lynn, where they're talking about the kiss, and it's this whole big thing, and he's like, is it, like, a good friend's mate's kiss, or was it, like, fireworks, sparks, life, itself, kiss? Yes. And she's like, yeah, it's it's more the second one, and I, like, it was this whole cute banter thing, I don't want to repeat a verb, beat because I don't care that much to do so, but I thought it was a cute moment, what were your thoughts Ellie?
1: Oh man, this is just me trashing this episode because I didn't care about this <laughs> at all either. I don't like cheesy forced romance plots and that's what this was. This was right off the bat of forced romance that I was like, wow, I really don't care about you two. Great. So why are you going at length about this kiss? So I didn't, I was not, I I don't know. I just didn't care.
0: <laughs> um. Then... We flash to the doctor, um, and the doctor is taking the companions around, or as she's calling them, her new best friends, <sighs> to see 19 different New Year's Eves, which I was okay with. I was like, "This is cool. I would love to do that. Like to celebrate 19 different times." They're going over the list of their favorites, and Gaz yes, gets annoyingly close to the doctor. <sighs> what were your thoughts, Adelaide?
1: Um, okay. This is a nitpicky one. Not that I haven't been nitpicky so far in the seven minutes we've been doing this. Um, the she's gonna go to the final one where it's like it's New Year's Eve every day and it's a constant celebration. And my question is if it's every day, it ceases to be a celebration. Look, I was thinking the same thing. Okay, too. good. Yeah, like... that was I didn't see the point in that one. So <laughs> I, I liked the concept of doing the 19 to. For that to be, you know, it's year twenty nineteen. Yay, we get to we get to celebrate with that magic number. And I thought that was interesting in a way, but I, I don't know the rest of it. I, I got hung up on that little detail.
0: What were your thoughts on Yaz being annoyingly close
1: to the doctor in the
0: like she invaded her space? And I was like, at this point, are we gonna have a Yaz doctor love story happening? Because this is very close to my
1: space. I mean, if that. If that's what it's leading to, I am okay. If that's not what it's mm. leading to, then it's just more of Yaz kind of taking over. Mm. I know, um. like Yaz, but that's okay because I'm <laughs> I'm sitting here bashing this entire series, so you can you can take over a little bit.
0: Uh, as we go through, um, the doctor has an Earth alarm that's going off, which we've never seen before. Um, what were your thoughts on the Earth alarm?
1: Oddly convenient, isn't it? That we have this alarm when normally it's just we find stuff out another way.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we couldn't find stuff out another way this time because of reasons.
1: I know. That's that's <laughs> kind of my problem with Doctor Who in general. It tends to be very, oh, look, convenient information pops up and thus drives the plotline forward. But this was a little bit more apparent this time.
0: Okay. Um, I was fine with the Earth alarm. I was like, okay, cool. Where has this been every other time Earth has been in danger? Since you literally travel through time and space, you could prevent the danger from even happening. But whatever, sure. Yeah,
1: nothing to defend that, <laughs> so. Where um was it, Doctor?
0: <laughs> so then we go back to Lynn and Mitch, and the bag falls off the Earth. I'm sorry. <clears throat> The bag falls off, we see uh, there being a noise, we also see the, the people guarding it in present day, and the pieces, they're rapidly digging for them, and they're gone, they just vanish. Um, we flash forward to Lynn saying, I'm going to go check out the noise. Okay, Adelaide, I give you complete permission to withdraw my uh, my feminist card on this one, because my first question was, why didn't Mitch go?
1: I mean, it's not withdrawn. I don't really... Yeah, I don't care either way, but... Like,
0: no, but my thing was, if you're a romantic interest, okay, wouldn't you want to be like, I'm super strong, I can go check out that noise thing?
1: I'm trying to find a time that Brandon didn't do that, and then I Ex- said, like- no, no, I can do it too, so... I'm trying to... <laughs> like. <laughs>
0: So but I'm I, just I got like nothing
1: from personal experience because I will say because... both of us tend to do that where I'll be like, I'll go look and he'll be like, No, I'll go look and then it just ends up both of us going and looking anyway. So
0: I don't mm. I don't know. Like, every relationship I've ever been in, if there was a noise, if there was something bumping in the night, it was like, Yeah, you go look at that. That is you. hundred percent. We're not going together. I will be here to call the police if something happens.
1: See, I go with a bat. <laughs> so <laughs>
0: Yeah. Like, there's a noise I, of
1: getting the dog and the bat and and he's just behind me like, you can just go look and I'm like, No. <laughs> or he'll go, I, like, no, I will take the bat, you can hold the dog. <laughs> so.
0: Um, I don't know. Like it just bothered me, the fact that he didn't go look. Uh what about you? Were you bothered?
1: <laughs> no, not really. I was bothered. I was still like when it when it went back to them, I was like, Oh good, they're back. So I uh <laughs> Uh, when she went to go look, I was like, "Oh yay, she might die." So i I was very uh, I was very critical of them this episode.
0: Uh, well, let me know in the comments. Like, <laughs> were were you guys as bothered as I was? Because like
1: I was very bothered
0: by this moment. <sighs>
1: the subtitle for this episode: Chivalry is dead.
0: <laughs> Feminism killed it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's not take that out of context. <laughs>
0: Um, when she arrives at the weird squid thing, okay, now as a person who has lived a life, if I see some strange squid thing on the wall, not touching it, I'm gonna get as far away from it as I can, Seeing enough horror movies, I'm gonna get out my little cross, like Jesus protect me, and I'm gonna keep it, Ryan, I mean not Ryan, what's his name, Mitch, time to get out of here. What were your thoughts, Heather
1: Yeah, I think if you're in a dark, scary cave, and you hear a weird noise, and you're dumb enough to go look in the first place and not run the other direction, Um, and you then find a weird creature stuck to the wall, I think the thing to do is leave. And that may seem very specific for this, but in general, you hear a weird noise in a strange environment, you find a weird creature, you leave.
0: I don't think that's very specific. It happens all the time in movies. And every single time people are like, let me poke this thing!
1: No. Do not poke <laughs> the thing. You walk away.
0: Let me try to have a conversation with you. I am very good. That is not my job.
1: Curiosity um. versus self-preservation. At some point, yes, it'd be... Like, it looks like a squishy squid. You probably do want to poke it with a stick. But at the same time, consider self-preservation. And what exactly is poking with it with a stick going to do for you?
0: <laughs> um. So, I think one of the questions that I had was why weren't they more careful with ancient artifacts? Because this thing was exploding in the bag and neither one of them was paying attention.
1: Yeah, that actually came up. And that was something I thought about too, because they are assuming they are professionals at this. And this is something they know what they're doing. They, they should know. Um, and they should be handling these things with care because often they're very fragile and you don't want to mess them up. And yet they're just chilling over there, ignoring them.
0: Like, and if I've learned anything from the Enchantress, it's, you don't play with ancient artifacts. Like, like, and you just don't rip their heads off. That was a side note from the Enchantress. Even though she was the worst villain ever. Cara Delevingne, you, went, you ruined this movie.
1: Thoughts, Adelaide? On which? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whichever you prefer. It's, you have the floor, ma'am. Uh,
1: I'll just casually drive it back to doctor who um yeah i guess i don't know they need to be better about it they need to be better at their job frankly because there was a lot that was just like the bare minimum set up for them and it wasn't enough in my opinion
0: all right so let's move right along to i really hate the best friend thing did i mention that this episode i don't think so
1: you didn't say it in that way but we heard it in your voice I assure
0: because you. she's like, these are my best friends. Like, shut up! No other doctor in the history that I have recalled, because I didn't watch Classic Who. So maybe Classic Who was going around with his semi-sexism, saying these are my best friends.
1: Semi. Just hmm? semi. Just semi-sexism there.
0: We're gonna say semi because because right. reasons,
1: least. All right, fine. I've seen some of Classic Who. Um. I don't know. I feel like it actually reduces them in a way. I feel like it's trying to make them more equal than doctor and companion. But in a way, at least for me, whenever um, whenever Ten said, oh, and this is my companion, I got the feeling this is my equal, even if it is his pet, technically. Um, I got the feeling, like, there was respect in there. When she says, these are my best friends, it's it's almost childish in comparison to the way previous doctors have said, these are my companions.
0: Yeah, it definitely is childish, and it bothers me, like, immensely. Um, but let's slide right along to immediately waves and texts her, but does not go to protect her from what you think is a rat. This guy is the worst. Oh, okay. So, we have Mitch, who, like, they're leaving. The doctor basically shooes them out, and he immediately sends her a text message, like, hey, yeah, I'm really thinking about you, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, you were the worst, Mitch. You're the worst.
1: Who has cell service in there, though?
0: Apparently Mitch does.
1: Alright, because that was, I know that, again, a nitpicky detail, but they're in a cave. There's no service in there. Are you sure? Uh, there shouldn't be.
0: They're Britain. They have service underground. It's just America that doesn't, because America sucks. Do not take that out of context. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's my whole thing. I'm going to have to wear a shirt do not take that out of context.
1: I mean, if the cell service is that good, maybe I'm in the wrong spot, frankly.
0: Well, yeah, like a lot of people say that. I don't know, let us know in the comments if you get cell service and you're in Britain or like the surrounding
1: areas. If you get them in obscure can places get... in Britain is the question.
0: Yes, can you get cell service underground Um, in Sheffield, which was where they were specifically, and other obscure places in Britain. But I don't know, is Sheffield obscure?
1: I feel like the cave in Sheffield probably is more of the the equivalent of being out in the middle of nowhere in America uh, and not having service.
0: I don't know because they said that they get they get they get cell service under the tunnel. I mean, in the like, what is it? What do they call the trains?
1: The Underground. The London yes. Underground.
0: Thank you. Look at you up on your London slang.
1: Yeah. Too much Doctor Who.
0: Apparently, I haven't had enough because I just like what is it? Um... And
1: tea and crumpets like <laughs> <laughs> that's totally what it is um
0: but let's move right along
1: and there goes our british fan base
0: <laughs> um we love you all three of you <laughs> uh graham slams the door on ryan's father i was okay with this who's at the door no one Ding. who's at the door I'll go check it. Thanks, Ryan.
1: (laughs) I loved his response. I loved it. He saw him and he goes, oh, no, not you. And he just slammed the door. I was like, perfect. Let's leave it at that. Especially when I found out who it was, because he didn't say who it was immediately. But when when they showed who it was, I was like, oh, yeah, no. Let's go back to that door slam and just leave it at that.
0: Yeah, I was the same. I was like, yeah, cool. Door slam done. Um Ryan lets his dad in and the doctor immediately mentions Grace's funeral. You let Ryan down and I I mean, he always let Ryan down. I don't know why this is supposed to be a new thing.
1: I um I see that you have it on your quote <coughs> Excuse me, one second. Sorry, uh, thinking in my throat. Yeah. Um <laughs> Um, so I saw that you have it on your list down at the bottom. Can we jump to that point? The, the final question that you have?
0: No. Like, we have to get we have to I, wait to the end of the episode, because that was specifically at the- I have other questions. Don't worry. Okay. Like, I have other questions in my thing.
1: We felt like- we, it felt like we were leading into that, so.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like we have to explain the whole redemption arc before we can say oh, that's- Whatever. Um, I was the only one who was saying screw Ryan's dad. Why did Ryan's dad need a redemption arc?
1: No, no, that was a question. We can continue. So, it's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> I just, <laughs> like, I was going to jump on that, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to get too far ahead. And
0: I mean, but let us know. Cause we're going to talk about it at the end of the thing, because I want to at least explain the redemption arc that they took with him. But I, I will say it felt completely unnecessary.
1: Yeah, it absolutely did.
0: Um but as I said, how did you feel about the whole funeral you let Ryan down thing?
1: I mean, he always lets him down. That's the whole point of his dad and I guess the whole point of him returning for this episode. And I just I don't know. I wasn't all that interested in and I saw the plot forming as it as he was there. Um and I just I was not interested in the way this in where this was going and the fact that his dad is now suddenly at least in this episode, becoming a becoming a focal point. And I like the idea in a way of them um, trying to address that sort of situation, but at the same time, like, I think it gives a bad idea because not everybody needs that redemption arc.
0: Exactly. I mean, if anything, the vet, like he abandoned him several times Missed his own- The fact that he missed his own mother's funeral, and then he had that lame excuse of, you know, maybe if I didn't go, she wouldn't actually be dead.
1: Yeah, I- That was dumb. I just- I hated this guy. I hated him.
0: I- Like, and I- I don't understand why we care about Ryan's father. Like, he was mentioned, but it was nothing in there that was like, I understand why he does
1: these things. And the context in which he's always mentioned is always bad. He's always, mm. it's always some sort of emotional uh, weight on poor Ryan. And to bring him back and bring it in like this, it's just, it feels wrong.
0: And shoehorned. It feels yeah, like they yes. were like
1: I was absolutely shoehorned.
0: <laughs> you it, This is exactly like the adoption story. And I feel like that's what my personal problem is with the whole storyline is, like, I've made this decision. This is how I'm going to handle it. And then suddenly some stranger comes into your life and says, hey, this is what you should do. Everything is okay. And you're like, yep, that's right. I believe you, stranger.
1: I think my problem with it is, and I th- feel like I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but you know that conversation that they have? Um, that very long Oh, we can get into
0: the conversation right now. Okay, cool.
1: Let's um, and let you do that.
0: <laughs> so in the conversation ryan uh is telling his dad how he let him down he felt like he wasn't loved he was neglected and there were moments in his life when he didn't feel like he was worthy of his father's love i i understand that because that's his father constantly abandons him so of course he would feel that way And the father's like you didn't feel that way and he's like, of course I did, something like that.
1: Yeah, there was a. I hated, the, I hated and loved this part. I loved what Ryan says when he says, "This is what I want you to say," and because that is so much, that was so much on point of what Ryan needed to hear and what Ryan needed to tell him. Um, I hated his dad throughout this whole thing, where he said, or um, he was saying, "What can I do to make this better?" I don't know. Maybe you could go back in time and fix everything. Uh, we've got a TARDIS. Allow me to assist you with that. Um, And I hated the way his dad... I I
0: gotta give you that line. We have a TARDIS, allow me to assist you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That should have been there, honestly, because, like, how do you repair it? That. Um, And I think the main thing that bothered me about this scene was the fact that, one, it was very long. And it, um, it felt a lot like his dad wants to reconnect more for himself. Not for Ryan. And I did not like that. He doesn't want to be involved with Ryan. He wants to do it to clear his conscience because he feels like he's been a terrible person. And that's not why you should do that.
0: Well, I feel like we had a conversation about that specifically. Um, like, I feel like we actually called this whole scene specifically. Probably. Um, where it was like, yeah, he wants to reconnect with his son just to feel, to uh, absolve his guilt and da 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 da
1: yeah we did didn't we I remember that where we said something like because he reached out to him in like a in like a phone call a letter or yeah. yeah yeah that was it the letter
0: Hmm. um but let's go back to Lynn and my immediate question was when did Lynn lose control exactly did she lose control immediately because if so, why did the Darlic let Lynn lead them to the the spot that it was in I
1: don't know
0: if if not, why didn't she tell anyone about the garlic on her back initially? See, that was
1: also, my question, too. Also, why
0: right. did the doctor scan her?
1: I don't know. I've got nothing on that. I I don't understand. I When did it attach to her back? Because it had to have been when she turned around when she went back to them to show them where it was, yes?
0: I, I don't know, because it, it was a pool sliding into the water. So did it slide into the water first? Was it a distraction pool? Like, what is it
1: I don't know. I, and I think that's. And wouldn't you
0: here. see it calm out the water?
1: You would think so. I Unless just, it like... jumped
0: into the water after Lynn when she was leaving and then halved on her back. But that water wasn't long enough. Like high enough. It was like ankle, maybe mid
1: calf. Especially since this one was rather large. Like we've seen dialects that are the internal gross squid thing that is a dialect um, before. And this one was quite big for what we've seen before. At least in comparison. Or perhaps it's just there was no proper size reference at the time, but I don't know. It just felt like it, there were so many questions on that scene alone. Like she didn't scan her. Um, no one, no one thought to be like, Oh, that's weird that the creature's gone. Maybe we should be concerned. Um, and no one really, no one really gave it any thought that it might be dangerous or or they had the thought, but they didn't really have the, the action to go along with the thought. And I was I don't know. There's There was a lot going on here. And I got the feeling, at least to your question about whether she was in control or not, I got the feeling when she was walking into her apartment, or into the was it her apartment? I don't remember. Uh, when she was walking into yeah. the bathroom, that mm-hmm. was when she lost full control.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. But if that was the case, why didn't she say it's a squid thing on my back?
1: I have no idea. I got nothing.
0: Like, and I, look. the doctor immediately scans, what is it, Mitch? Why did, I don't understand. This whole, this whole thing feels like it would have been resolved immediately if the doctor had been, one, better at her job, or two, if Lynn had been like, it's a squid thing on my back. I don't know. I got nothing. The doctor's
1: always doing this, and this Especially this one, which is unfortunate because I want her to succeed so badly, and yet the writers don't want her to.
0: (sighs) Anyway, let's move right along to the doctor realizing it's a Dalek. Uh, And then she has the whole... I always think I'm rid of them, but they always come back." And I could hear you in my head, like, then stop bringing
1: them back. Exactly, that's exactly what I thought. I was like, oh yeah, I've noticed they always come back, Doctor. Believe me, I'm aware of your plight. I was so mad. Of course it's a dialect. You didn't realize this? God, this was like when Twilight was like, oh, by the way, he's a vampire on the back of the book. And it took what, 200 pages for them to actually say that? Oh no, bad writing.
0: Doctor Who or Twilight or both?
1: Both.
0: <laughs> um, but were you surprised at the Doctor's, like, revelation that it's a Dalek and they're always coming back?
1: No, they're always coming back because the writers can't let them go. And I wanted to, like, just take a book and whack her because of course it's a dialect. We knew this. I knew this. Everybody knew this.
0: Um, and I even have in my notes, why didn't the doctor realize it was Lynn sooner? This point would have made sense. I'm
1: still mad about the dialect. I didn't even Nothing. realize Lynn was there.
0: No. Like, when she was like, it's a dialect, but
1: how is it getting around without oh, its yeah.
0: Since it, Yeah. Like, immediately, she found the spot. I was like, okay, it's Lynn. Next.
1: Really? There are so many people that interacted with it. One person actually saw it. Who do you think it was, Doc?
0: Um, then the Dalek is like, oh, you know, I'm going to destroy this earth. I need to learn all that I can about it. Question, I don't, I don't know about the UK, but I would assume that there's someone monitoring the websites that Lynn was getting on for suspicious activity. And I feel like her immediately coming home and looking at that would be suspicious activity.
1: I would, you know, like, there's a lot of assumptions that we can make in this episode, especially with, like, why did this happen? And, what like, there are plot hole questions that need to be filled, and that is also one of them.
0: Um, also, another question, how does the Dalek see without using Lynn's eyes?
1: I'm confused. It was not using its eyes or her eyes? No,
0: Lynn was like, no, I'm not going to help you, and, she, like, it pushed her head back towards the ceiling. In this specific scene.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'd... It... <laughs> I. I can't <laughs> Doctor Who. I can't.
0: Um. Then we get the cops versus the Dalek situation. Um. Were you surprised by this whole chase scene and Lynn like thinking that it was help and the Dalek was like this is is combat.
1: See that would have been really cool. That line, that would have been awesome mm-hmm. with them saying, oh yes, this, uh, you, you're you thinking it's going to help you, but no, this is combat. I, I liked that line, but it came from a dialect, which I was 200% done with. <laughs> so there's there's mixed feelings here.
0: Um, and here's another question that I had. This episode is basically gonna be questions, me asking questions and seeing if LA can answer them.
1: Oh God. Don't make me do um, this. They put a Dalek in this episode. Why?
0: What happens after the Dalek is gone? Legally? Like, she committed several crimes in this course
1: of action.
0: I She's gonna be on several watch lists.
1: Thought. Like, <laughs> I I wanted to know because they, can I jump to like the very end of my very thought? It's just very brief. It's not like any spoilers. Sure. Right. Okay, yeah. They, they're they like, oh, Earth is saved. And I'm like, yeah, um, you prevented catastrophe, but what about Lynn? She's probably in jail <laughs> now.
0: exactly she committed several crimes she killed people
1: (laughs) so yeah and it was her face running around it's not like the dialect was like here maybe i should put a ski mask on no it was just immediately everybody recognized her she was right there
0: and they're in britain britain is known for their cameras like yeah they have cameras on every corner
1: yeah they would have seen her and there's just no way that they'd be like, oh, by the way, yeah, this was an alien attached to my back. It's fine. It wasn't really me. It's a weird suspense like, play you're going right. for there, but all right.
0: <laughs> um, and then when she attacked the cop, my immediate thought was, if this was America, she'd have been shot.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I thought that too. I was like, well, she <laughs> we did.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> show's over. Good thing, good thing you guys don't have guns because. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. She would have been dead. Instantly.
0: Like, the minute that she pulled that cop through that window, it would have been over.
1: Had this been um, an episode of X-Files instead of Doctor Who, um, she would have been shot. And then the Dalek, the creepy alien thing, would have transferred to the cop that shot her. Exactly. So that's what would have happened. And that's actually what I expected to happen. And then I realized this is Doctor Who, not X-Files. So that's why. Like, Because
0: I was like, this is a good thing this is the UK. Like, And I was like, because she's dead. In America, she's dead. Like who about questions? Oh
1: yeah, she would have died instantly.
0: <laughs> Hashtag America. <laughs> um, but what were your thoughts on that whole scene with the police officer?
1: Um, I don't know. That Besides one, that, she's dead. That was my main one, and the whole. Well, I I honestly did expect it to transfer to one of the police officers because that would have been a little bit more of an. I guess uh, uh, intelligent move. Yeah, that would have been easier. They could have gotten in places, they would have better access and um as opposed to just some random archaeologist. And so I kind of expected that, but I guess for some reason we're invested specifically in it being Lynn. Okay.
0: Uh because Mitch was invested in Lynn? Yes, but so... I do not care
1: about Mitch or Lynn, so
0: I don't know. Mitch lost me when he didn't go check with that noise.
1: <laughs> they lost me with the whole what did this kiss mean to you? I don't care what the kiss meant to you, you <laughs> Freaking eleven-year-olds! I don't care.
0: <laughs> Why didn't the custodian show up in this episode?
1: I don't know. It wasn't okay. Wait, wasn't this supposed to be a Brexit reference when they went in and they had issues getting to unit and the the groups that would have helped them wasn't that supposed to be a brexit i thing?
0: don't was it
1: yeah I, I saw a couple articles about it I, I looked it up about an hour before it aired because i thought it aired sooner in america and um they referenced that there were brexit things here going oh, on. oh yeah because
0: different countries pulled their fine yeah, okay yeah. yeah i got okay i get it um i'm an american so i know America's stuff <laughs> 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 um that is a complete joke i, I <laughs> Don't take that out of context. However, yeah, I get the reference. It's funny, I I didn't catch it, as I'm not in the UK dealing with Brexit.
1: Had I not read um, that headline before I saw the episode, I don't think I would have caught it either.
0: <laughs> but I'm glad that you mentioned it, so yay, Adelaide.
1: I mean, I totally saw it um, coming and totally understood the reference. Did not have prior <laughs> knowledge.
0: Um... Da, 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 da. Ryan's dad is selling microwave ovens. He worked on an oil rig and he possibly has an engineering degree. What were your thoughts?
1: I thought the microwave oven thing was very oddly specific, and um, like through the every time it was brought up, it was really, it was. I knew it was going to be a Chekhov's gun sort of situation because it was so specific and so referenced at random intervals. Um, So I don't know. I just, I felt that it was odd and it was forced. It was another shoehorned aspect of this. I think.
0: My problem with this was he was working on oil rigs and now he's making microwave ovens because possibly he has an engineering degree. But my question is, if you have an engineering degree and you're an inventor, why aren't you going to where someone would buy this? Why aren't you going to GE or why, whatever the British equivalent of the mayor? Where it's like, this is better than what you have. Sell this.
1: I have no idea. Wanting his own brand, I guess. I don't know.
0: Right, but you could still, like, instead of actually you doing the legwork, because they will crush you. Oh, they like, absolutely from, will. From, like, just a business point of view. Like,.
1: And you have to. Make sure figure the, Like you have to make sure the patents are there too. Like you right. have to have the patents, and if you don't have the money for those patents, then you know they're gonna take your tu- your stuff immediately.
0: And even if they don't, like they'll just even if their goal is to just put it on the shelf so that no one can use it. Once you have the money for it, it does not matter. Like just get a check off of it for every every year that they have it.
1: Yeah, they got. I don't know. I don't know. I felt like that whole point was very odd.
0: It was shoehorned in so that he could talk about his thing.
1: Yeah, as like with it didn't with make his sense. His father was so.
0: Yeah. So, um, let's slide right along. Two. We have another type of dark. This is a more advanced Dalek. a reconnaissance scout. Did you enjoy this new type of Dalek?
1: If anybody felt that, that was my eyes rolling so hard that it made the earth spin a little bit. So no, I did not care. <laughs> the new type of dialect. Uh, I hurt myself rolling my eyes that hard.
0: Um, the doctor calls the Dalek and makes a serious face. The Dalek laughs at the doctor and the doctor was like i just wanted to also talk to lynn we're going to be there for you they like, we're going to kill you like this planet is under my protection what were your thoughts on that scene
1: i thought and i i actually heard your voice in this one uh you saying something along the lines of your protection what could you possibly do to protect anybody you haven't done that at all so and that was my first thought too so i just figured um oh jasmine's gonna love that point
0: I loved it. because, Especially when the darling was laughing. I hope that it started laughing in her face. Like, that. W- it would have given me life if the darling looked at her and started laughing.
1: Especially if it had referenced like, the previous season. Like, oh, you know what? I happen to f- have seen some of what happened here. You can't protect anything.
0: <laughs> exactly. They had to make their own things just because you couldn't protect them. But, anyway the doctor. (laughs) How do you have a time and space machine and you still are constantly like missing the mark?
1: And then how do you not jump back two minutes and then be like, all right, now I'm here.
0: (laughs) Or jump back before the alien actually does the thing.
1: Really, go all the way back to before that guy died. Yeah, Lynn and Mitch may not meet. Oh well, big deal. But Go all the way back in time, find well, where they the- had
0: already known each other. It would just they would have just found the guy,
1: okay, then, yeah, just take the thing off his person and leave, go make sure it's buried and safe, and then bam, no episode, we're fine.
0: Um, we also have the whole Dalek like oh, a blocking signal, you can't do anything, blah 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 blah. Oh, I gotta rewind for a second. The stupid archive guy. Um, the only thing I have to say about him, and this is really quick, he deserved to be knocked out, at the very least. He was stupid. What were your thoughts on the stupid archive guy, Elite?
1: I don't remember him. Which one was this?
0: He was the guy, they go to the archives, and Lynn says, or the Dalek says, who has access to the archives? And he goes, me. These are the most secure dentists in the um UK. At least that's what I tell my boyfriend all the time. Ha ha ha.
1: It's alright yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, you draw up. What do you need to know?
1: Yeah, I remember that.
0: Like... <laughs> And I was like, you deserve to die.
1: Yeah, that one was. That was another, yet another shoehorned aspect that got in there. And like, I'm totally for having gay representation. I'm totally for that. But having it an annoying, chattery guy that is going to spill a bunch of secrets, that's not the way to do it.
0: Yeah, I didn't even catch that. So, yay. Like, because I was just annoyed by him as a whole. Like, I literally said his lines and still didn't realize that he was gay.
1: Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say he had the he had the boyfriend line in there, and like um, he was
0: just annoying and it was just stupid. And I was like, "You're stupid."
1: Yeah, especially because like that's not representation when you have a teeny tiny little bit part that immediately gets knocked unconscious after saying it, so that doesn't count.
0: Um, then we have unit get unit is disbanded. No one is there to help. Um, question? Did anyone ever help before?
1: I mean, this was the Brexit Besides that episode, one
0: episode? Like... like, no, but besides the one time where, like, Unit and everyone else came together for, I want to say, Matt Smith's doctor when he was in a canary
1: cage? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: When did they ever come together after that?
1: I don't know.
0: Let us know in the comments if you do, because I don't recall any time, ever. And there
1: have been dialect threats before, mm-hmm. and still no unit, so I don't know. It's just not- We've had Torchwood a few times, but we haven't had a unit.
0: Right. Why didn't she call Torchwood?
1: Right. I mean, if you're reaching out to unit and you can't find them, I don't know, maybe give Torchwood a call, because that would have been really fun to see anyway.
0: Or Jane, or Sarah Jane, the old woman with the dub, what was her name? Sarah Jane? Yeah, it was I Sarah like. Jane. Why didn't we call her?
1: I don't know. And, and like, on that note, not all of them are government funded. I don't think Sarah Jane was at all. I don't know about Torchwood.
0: Uh, I think Torchwood was, like, funded from the stuff they pillaged because Jack was running Torchwood. Yeah,
1: Jack was part of that. I love Jack. I miss him. But I just... That should have been the, that should have been the next step. If you're gonna make a whole point of reaching out to allies and you can't reach the government thing and you wanted to make a point maybe try the other allies that you know are out there because people mm-hmm. like us who are veterans in the series are going to be like, there are other people here. Why didn't you call them?
0: <laughs> um, it was weird to me that Unit was defunded, but Earth is constantly being attacked by aliens. Unit is by far the most cost-effective department in the government.
1: At least for Britain, because that seems to be the epicenter of all alien attacks in this show.
0: Like, and it's very weird, like because unit is always there. So if I'm cutting departments, unit would be the last one, because we're always being attacked, always. And then the, and the thing, like, oh yeah, we haven't been. When have you? When was the last time we got attacked by aliens? Constantly. Yeah. You're constantly attacked by aliens. Last week, what kind I of believe. question is that? Like, <laughs> like what kind of question is that?
1: I don't know. I mean, just pull up the news or read an article. I'm pretty sure it happened like last week for you guys.
0: Like. <laughs> Like even like let's say it was a quiet time, like a month ago.
1: Yeah, really, like, and that was my const- thought too. Like when that when she was like, "Well, when the last when was the last time that happened?" I was like, "I don't know when was the last episode of Doctor Who." Like it, like
0: <sighs> excuse me. <sighs> anyway, let's slide right along to. The Dalek blocks the signal. What happened to the stained glass Dalek?
1: Thank you. I was wondering this. And this is weird that I was wondering this because on the one hand, I don't care about dialects, and that one just looked like a, you know, a gussied up dialect and a gussied up vacuum. But at the same time, I was promised a stained glass dialect. Where was that?
0: <laughs> like, I, because I, I even sent LA the picture of the stained glass Dalek. And I was like, so this is the Dalek we're supposed to be getting. And I'm like, that's the same old Dalek. How dare you?
1: Yeah, I was kind of mad because we were promised like, this mm-hmm. nice fancy one. And even if it is fancy for a vacuum with a plunger, it still is like, at least they're trying. But no, I guess they're not. What was that?
0: Also, how did the Dalek find everything it needed to create the same exact shape that it was in that thing?
1: Also, I would Same be- question.
0: I would have believed stained Glass because clearly that's what he does there.
1: Yeah, had it been, like, pieces of broken stained glass, I actually would have thought found that cool. Uh, but instead, it had the same traditional shape, like, they just walked into the back room, grabbed an old dialect prop, and just wheeled that out.
0: <sighs> I digress, because I don't want to keep complaining about this episode. Um, Then Doctor Who needs a pep talk. Because, of course, she does. Of course... Like, the Dalek escapes, the Dalek, like, the tank comes, the military comes, the Dalek still can't be taken down and kills everyone. Then it goes into the, what is it, the VP, the the broadcasting center. And it takes over. Fun fact, the broadcasting center sent out a message on Twitter like, yeah, we're still cleaning up after the Dalek mess, but it's okay. Everyone's fine. (laughs)
1: That's cute.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I thought that was cute too. Um, but the doctor is like, you think I wouldn't come out with a shield? And then immediately turns around and needs a pep talk from everyone. Like, you know, I, uh, she's like, this is my final warning, final, final, final warning, because I'm a really nice person, which no other doctor has given that many warnings.
1: I feel like there's a line between being a nice person and being kind, which is what I think they're trying to do with the doctor and being a doormat. And that's what's happening with the doctor here. Instead of being kind and trying to say hey back off before I have to hurt you or back off you know just the one warning of you know I'm not gonna let this stand you have to stop there's that line there's that warning and then once that is ignored is when you bring out the big guns and you say you know what you didn't listen the first time I warned you and no one would fault the doctor if she did that. No one would. If you're trying to make her kind and you're trying to make her- Literally
0: every other doctor has done Yeah, exactly. That, so. Like,
1: you can still be kind and still have, like, a spine. You can still have boundaries and still be a kind person. But they don't- I guess- sir, I
0: don't that- know, Adelaide. Can you have a vagina and still do
1: that? <laughs> I guess not, <laughs> on their opinion. Jeez.
0: <laughs> I think those are t- penis traits, Adelaide. I no. guess.
1: Jeez. <laughs> I guess this is going- let- I guess that's what the writers think, and this goes back to the you know what: design a character and then add their gender, because then you'll make them human.
0: Um, but I didn't like that she needed a pep talk from the people. She's like, yeah, uh, I gave it my best try. Yeah, yeah, you did give us your best try. Did you? You know, you know how livid. This is like, a, what did you do with a child? This is exactly what you do with a small child. Like you did your best. Everything is okay. You know, you can do the next move. It's okay. Why are we babying the doctor?
1: The doctor is how old? Like, (laughs) millennia? Yeah. What was the last number we got? Like, 1100, 11,000 at some point? I don't remember.
0: It was older than that because, um, Roll, uh, what is it? River said, like, the doctor, my doctor is old, very old.
1: Then, yeah, we've had, like, the doctor does not need to be babied, the doctor has children. She has raised children. This was, Mm -hmm. you know, this was regenerations ago. But at the same time, this is like, this is not something you need to do. You don't need to baby this doctor. This doctor is a parent. This doctor is an adult. You don't need to do this.
0: Fun fact, I never realized until I got a message from a friend that the doctor, the first, first Doctor Who from Classic Who was taking his granddaughter around to see the world. And that's how the show got started.
1: Oh, that's cute
0: and i was like why don't we mention that like i mean if that's canon
1: yeah and the doctor has that line about dads being a certain way like you have a kid you were a dad
0: i don't know maybe the doctor wasn't a dad at that time
1: i got nothing i got (laughs) i can't (laughs) I can only defend so much, Doctor Who. I can, tr- And you put a dialect in this episode, so you're putting me <laughs> in a bad spot.
0: Um, they burned the dark. Oh, how did you feel about the pep talk? Uh, my apologies.
1: I didn't care about the pep talk. I think it bothered you more than it bothered me, but at the same time, there was it a dialect really on screen, so that had all of my hate instead.
0: Like, the fact that she is the only doctor who's ever needed a pep talk right before an attack.
1: Yeah, they're putting like, a lot of emphasis on her companions. But there was a. Between but, the doctor needing a pep talk and a dialect in the room that did not get its stained glass, that would have made it at least a little bit more interesting. All of my. It, the, the dialect was a magnet for my hate instead of the doctor, so I had to. I could only hmm. prioritize one.
0: Um, The group burns the Dalek, and Urn is immediately captured by the Dalek. Um, the Dalek takes everyone hostage. And they go into the location of Scarrow. Question: The Doctor was removed from the memories of all Daleks. Why does this Dalek remember the Doctor?
1: Thank you. I thought the exact same thing. Why is it suddenly that we remember the Doctor when it's convenient? Why is it Daleks show up when it's convenient? Why is it Cybermen show up when it's convenient?
0: Well, I mean, and sure, we can say that this one was disconnected, but I wish someone would have told me why. Tell me that this one was disconnected. That's why it remembers the Doctor. Did you guys forget the Doctor was wiped from the Daleks' memory?
1: I certainly did not.
0: Because, like, that was a whole episode. Like, the Daleks kidnapped the Doctor, and it was a whole thing. Like, and then, in the Daleks' home world, they were like, Who are you? How did you get here? So you're telling me that, sure, if we're saying that this Doctor was disconnected from the Dalek mainframe, and that's the reason tell me that so I'm not sitting here like when did this happen?
1: I agree. I feel like had the doctor said something like um, you won't remember me but and then the dialect recognizes it and says some and, and just a throwaway line like that. Two, one or two references of I was disconnected I have been you know I've been in stasis for some time or I've been because I've been chopped up and moved to three corners of the universe or three corners of the earth. I am not I do not have all of the data from the hive mind that I had before.
0: Anything mm-hmm. like that would have helped. Yeah, I agree. Let us know in the comments if you remember that little tidbit, because I know I did, and I was screaming at my TV. Um, How did you feel about Aaron um, getting taken hostage?
1: Good. Let him fall.
0: I, I was thinking the same thing!
1: <laughs> what? I was like, yes, Aaron is going to die. We're good. This can stop now.
0: Exactly. I was like, and then... Um, like he had his redemption arc and this was the perfect ending you don't get to resolve your things with your son and this is a perfect resolution because you were a crappy father
1: you prove to and him now you... that you love him by dying to save right. him that's what you do exactly
0: that's what you do like after he says I forgive you you throw yourself out of the thing and there you go
1: yeah you say I love you son and then you fling yourself into the actual star that is exploding that is exactly. What that's how you prove it after a lifetime of abandoning your son, that is how you prove to him that he mattered.
0: But see, I feel like I would've like, if they had done that, I feel like I would've felt some kind of way to you, because yet again, he abandoned him.
1: there was no winning for him, and I feel like that is okay. He doesn't need to win.
0: I agree with you, though. Like, because I feel like that would've been, because him staying there risked anyone, like, being taken over by the Darling. Because, as we saw when Ryan goes to reach for his father, the dark tentacles are very close to Ryan.
1: I was going to add on that as long as they made it so that it wasn't, like, him uh, saying, this is for you, or in some way making him feel guilty about his death, then it would have been, I think I would have tolerated it more, but at the same time, like... I just I didn't care about him, and I was so mad he had this big redemption arc that I just wanted him to die anyway.
0: Agreed, and I think that's the thing too. Like this redemption arc made me want him to die, like because he didn't need redemption, like at least not in in one episode.
1: No, it, it because take he a did nothing for that. Like how how old is Ryan? Like mid twenties,
0: twenty something. Yeah, yeah.
1: So for like say twenty five years. He's had his father abandon him. Constantly. At every possible turn, his father has abandoned him. Are you telling me that it takes one day, one day for Ryan to be like, oh father, I love you. Please stay with me. And I understand that some of that is abandonment issues and he wants to have his father back. Part of him wants that love. I get that. But at the same time, like he would be hesitant to open up to him. He would be hesitant for all of this. And I feel like maybe I'm reading it wrong. I'm actually definitely reading it wrong. Knowing the doctor and knowing who it is. I was going, she doesn't want to save him as much as Ryan does. And she's saving him for Ryan. But knowing who she is, that's probably not the case. And that's, I think that's where I would have been, where I would have been like, Ryan clearly wants him saved. I will do this Mm -hmm. for Ryan. Not because I think he deserves it, but because Ryan, my supposed best friend, wants his father alive.
0: I hate that so much um so anyway ryan forgives urn and the music swells and i was so mad because this music was trying to make you cry it was trying to get in touch with your emotions and i was like i'm not feeling it get out of get out no, of it here it didn't work
1: for me and like very rarely does that even work on me but this definitely it didn't...
0: works for me like it works for me like i've been watching cells at work such a great show i got teary-eyed over the cancer cells which are horrible But I was like, no,
1: they just want to live. Like, (laughs) okay, so you're going to have to be the benchmark because I have no soul for this stuff. So
0: like, but it bugged like I cried at children's movies. I cried everything. So the fact that this moment could not make me cry tells you how little I cared about this storyline and how they did not develop it properly.
1: See, I was just mad that he had a redemption arc. I didn't want him to have that. I didn't want him back. Like, great. No, I, I wouldn't to minded have minded it like, if
0: he died.
1: Yeah, see? If
0: he died at the end of this redemption arc, I'd have been like, you are redeemed.
1: I would like some sort of closure for Ryan. And then, like, in a way, like, his he gives him closure and he dies in a way that mm-hmm. doesn't cause any guilt for Ryan. And that would, have been, that would have been like, all right, good. You proved yourself. You proved that you do love him. There we go.
0: Like And it would have been in line with the people around him dying for no reason, because his grandmother died for no reason.
1: Yeah, I'm fine with that, too. Nothing? Oh, I, I said I was fine with that, too, but maybe my internet oh. or your internet cut out. I don't know which.
0: <laughs> or it didn't cut out and it recorded perfectly.
1: Well, that's probably <laughs> what's going to happen, too.
0: Um, But anyway, uh, Aaron should have died. Darla gets The Darla gets ejected. Aaron is safe earn decides he doesn't want to come with the doctor. Yet again, this bothered me. Because now you're telling me you do not want to spend time with your child.
1: I was really. This is
0: where like, he is. You are the one who's like, I want to be with you. I want to get to know you. Now all of a sudden you're like, nope, I'll wait for you come back.
1: See, I was really torn on this point. Because on the one hand, good. Don't get in my TARDIS. Get out. But on the other hand, you need to be with your son. I don't understand. What's, and this I hated this. I hated this freaking episode because it shouldn't have put me in this point because now it looks like he's abandoning Ryan again. But at the same time, don't get on my TARDIS. You abandoning jerk. You stay over there.
0: So I was just done with this
1: episode.
0: Um, We also get an image of Lynn and Mitch holding hands at the end. And yet again, I will say, where are the police coming for Lynn?
1: I have no idea. I legit expected sirens. I legit expected there was the happy ending like yay, Earth is saved and Lin is not in jail. Really? Really?
0: Um anyway, I think that's a pretty basic recap or review, I guess, cuz I don't know if we necessarily recap too much.
1: That was uh 58 minutes of me complaining about dialects. I hope everybody enjoyed that. <laughs>
0: um thank you guys oh anything else you want to add to this uh, no, I'm adelaide. okay thank you guys for listening to another episode of Use the machine doctor who edition um from Overpower podcast i was your host jasmine we had adelaide you can follow us at op at real op tweets you can follow us on instagram at real op grams you can follow me personally at op jasmine you can follow adelaide at op underscore eddie you can follow the sites at overpower entertainment and we have a discord server Check us out. Link should be in the description. Um, anything else that I need to plug, Adelaide? Um,
1: I think you got them all.
0: Oh, also check out Adelaide's article. It is on the site along with any other content that we have. Uh, let us know in the comments if there's something else that you'd like us to cover. TV shows, um,
1: movies, stuff like that. We need more.
0: Yes, feed me, Seymour. <laughs> Uh, but thank you guys. Bye!